the young man whose highest motives are to seek his own happiness and please his friends and neighbors and the world around him does much. Welcome to Fancy Friendship, a podcast that allows everyday people to share their most bizarre and unique stories. Supported by Jefferson's Lounge, the best bar in Castle Bluffs. They combine a cocktail lounge with a sports bar, making it an amazing place to catch a game or just hang out. Plus, you absolutely have to try their wood fire pizza. It's an amazing place all around. I'm your host, Stephen Olanich, joined today by my top three best friend tournament of 2021 finishers in order. Brooke DeMarc, Logan Murata, and Jordan Barr. Gentlemen, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. It's a privilege, as always. That is a mouthful of an intro, too. (laughs) I do have to second. Those pizzas are super good from Jefferson's. They are good. I had one the other day just to make sure. I uh, I mean, I've been there a lot, but I hadn't tried the wood fire pizza yet. And I'm giving this intro and I was like, I got to I got to try the wood fire pizza to be to be honest with people. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, up to the hype for sure. It did. Excellent pizza. Definitely different, too. Not a lot of places you can get that style of pizza that I know of, at least. So yeah, it's got yeah. that crispy crust, good stuff. Boy, they are getting their money's worth in this intro. Right now. <laughs> I know it's good for Jefferson. This is coming from the heart too. This isn't <laughs> even just a plug. Jefferson's is my favorite place on the face of this planet. Not like restaurants, just in general. Yeah, this place. Yeah, it's magical. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll circle back to that later. But today we're talking about the best friend tournament, the second best friend tournament. This is 2021 version. If you don't know 2020's version head back to our, I think, second episode ever and listen to that. And we're going to talk about the first round here. But before we do, it's a quiz. And we gave the answer to every single one of those questions. It's already published. So we're not going to go over those on this episode. You have to go the other one if you want those. All right. None of you knew what was coming this year. You knew the tournament was going to happen. Unlike the first time, you knew the tournament was going to happen. But I don't think anyone knew that it was going to be a quiz. So what was your guys' first reactions when this went live? I thought, holy shit, the scrolling just never ends. <laughs> just unlimited scrolling was my first thought. Yeah, I was more impressed than anything that you had that many questions and some of them very oddly specific and others like, oh yeah, you should know this if you're his friend, but some oddly specific. And I was, I was thoroughly impressed with the depth of the, of the quiz. I mean, mm-hmm. you told me that this was going to be the plan a while ago. I think mid last year, you're like, oh, it's going to be a quiz the first round. And when, it, and when you released it, I was like, I'm going to do that like the last day. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it, it won't be that bad. I'll, I'll finish it eventually. And then it was like a day before. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably do that. And I think I was at Logan's while I was taking the quiz. And it took me like an hour. <laughs> so I was like, everyone's having fun. And I'm just over in my, in my corner with my phone trying to answer all the questions. It was, it was good though. I forgot I did say it on one of the podcasts at the very end, like just to reward people that listen to the podcast. So some people did actually know that it was going to be a quiz. Not everyone did though. You took it last. What was your impression going? Do you know anything about it? Because other people have already taken it. Have any, has anyone talked about it at this point? They were mentioning things about it and I've, I was listening, but like not paying that much attention. And they all made sure not to give away answers while they were talking <laughs> about it which is fine with me. I wanted to go in fresh. So I thought it was honestly really well done, like 125 questions, Mm. um, way longer than I wanted it to be necessarily, but it was good. It was good. How much research did you guys do during the quiz? 
Yeah, years, years of research <laughs> prior, prior to, you know, a few hours during, because there were some things that were hyper specific, and you could actually Google them. Like you could, you could find answers if you're willing to dig far enough. So yeah, I mean, probably a couple hours during the quiz I spent doing that and like fine tuning answers. Yeah, I think there was some deep digging on Facebook I had to do from like posts from 10 years ago. And then on top of that, like, like Jordan was saying, I remember there was a question about your house. I can't remember if it was like, how much do we pay for the house or something like that, but I ended up finding on the county assessor. So I had to do some research for that. I felt like a, an investigator or something. It was kind of fun. And with I that, come back. I didn't do much research at all. I was wow. just, I was like, okay, it's the day before I got to get this done. There was a few like, oh, what's Steven's Snapchat name? I was like, oh, that's easy to figure out. Go to Snapchat. Mm -hmm. uh, what's his phone number? I'm like, oh, that's easy too. But other than that, I did like no research at all. Wow. Coincidentally, you guys all finished tied for first at the end of the round. So it is nice to have all three of you on this because I think you earned it. You earned the right to uh, voice your opinion on this tournament. Were there any questions on the quiz that really stand out or are still in your memory? Yeah. Um, the pink highlighter in, <laughs> in Spanish class question. It, well, yeah. I can't remember exactly how it was worded. It was like, why did you get kicked out of class or something? And mm -hmm. I, I know you had mentioned it to me a while back about, I think it was Mr. Calrose yeah. from uh, middle school. Yeah, and you got in trouble for putting pink highlighter on your fingertips or something like that. Yeah, he was really mad about that. He told me in his classroom, my body is his possession, which <laughs> looking back is a little bit of an overreaction to a like 12-year-old putting pink highlighter on his nails. Oh, he bleed out in the law. And but yeah, I had to go wash place. my hands off, that's for sure. Jordan, anything for you? I think the one that I thought was the funniest was having to dig back through Omaha World Herald articles to figure out which one you had not created. <laughs> That there were a couple of different questions. I think one was about the Omaha beef, and then there was mm -hmm. another one about um, another article. And um, I just remember working in tandem with my significant other to just go through these articles. Hope oh, that one exists. Hope oh, that one exists. Hope oh, that one exists. Uh, I haven't found that one. Blah blah blah. It's just the the fact that most of it was fair. Some of it was incredibly obscure, and then there were ones where if you did just enough. You could figure it out and i thought that was kind of the fun of it all was if you're willing to spend just a little bit of time you actually probably could improve your score on some of it it wasn't just like oh you had to be around like you could actually do some deep diving so if you didn't that's on you and you should be very ashamed of yourself but that's what i remember most vividly also a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh questions i felt like i had a pretty good hand on that so i did try to make a very good balance team what questions each of my friends would know versus like having it all be you guys centric because mm -hmm. I wanted to be fair. I want everyone to have a shot at this, not just like our sender friend group. I wanted um, like a Jake Anderson, for example, who's not in our friend group necessarily, but still a good friend of mine. I wanted him to have a shot to actually answer some of these questions. Because otherwise I could have just made it you guys centric and it would have been totally unbalanced. But I kind of worked hard on that or tried to work hard on that. Mm -hmm. but I think it seemed fair. Yeah. I second Jordan's in the Omaha beef question was hilarious to me because I knew right away all of them were headlines. <laughs> Right. But I still went and looked each one up. Uh, I had to know for sure in case you were throwing us a curveball. Yeah. But that was probably my favorite question. And it's the one that I did the most research on. But yeah, I don't know if there were any other questions that stood out other than that. And I'm, in the answers podcast, I'm sure I got some 
commentary on some of the ones yeah. I found fun. Yeah, you so, might have uh, you might have touched on this in the episode that's coming out with Brooke. But were there any questions that didn't make the cut that you considered putting in the in the quiz? Not that I can remember. I mean, I mean there were some like some so really like... personal ones that I was like, okay, no, I'm not sharing that because like my mom took the quiz. Yeah. So I, I did dial it back a little, a little in a few spots. There the sounds of it quite the opposite, actually. Didn't you create like 30 or 40 questions the day before? Yeah, I had a, I had what I thought was a done quiz the day before. And then the night before, I was like, you know what? No, let's add like 30 more questions to this bad boy and got it even longer. And I just really wanted people to remember this quiz. And that and I also only want people to take it that one to be my best friend. I didn't want some Joe Schmo spend 15 minutes on this and working his way into the tournament. No, I wanted Jordan Barr, Logan Rod, and Brooke DeMarc to put the effort in and and start their rally to a to a championship. Well, that is that is just honestly precious. I'm gonna keep that with me forever. <laughs> so how'd you guys feel when you saw the totals? I know Jordan is very at every stage in this tournament, you weren't confident at all. You thought you were being eliminated. But the for Logan and Brooke too. How did you feel before the scores were announced as compared to when they were announced? You know, I I felt like pretty confident when I got done with it. I knew I got a good amount of the answers correct. So I, I figured I'd be towards the top, but I was more so just wondering how everyone else did. And mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised to see you guys towards the top. Um, yeah, I, I felt pretty confident. So I got to say, I was pretty surprised by a three tie, three-way tie for yeah. first place. Uh, that did surprise me. I didn't expect to be there. Um, I felt pretty confident that I would make it to the next round, but I was not expecting to be in the top three or tied for first at that point. And there was always that sinking feeling like, oh, what if I had just completely bombed it <laughs> and didn't make it to the next round somehow? And it was a long wait. You had a short wait because you took your quiz and it's announced the next day because you're the last one. Uh, I think Jordan and Logan took it pretty early on and they had a long wait to see who, who advanced. And I, I just remember Jordan texted me and he was freaking out a little bit. And I really want to tell him, Jordan, you're in first by a pretty, at that time, by a pretty uh, decent margin. So and did you know the results as they were coming in? Yeah. I yeah. did them as they were coming in, kept score instead of having to do it all the night before. Yeah. Um, the difference really was you guys all tied what I did for the tiebreaker one in the second round. Cause what happened was 16 advanced and 17 actually advanced because it was a tie at the end and I didn't want to eliminate someone based on a tie but the first place person got 16 points second got 15 all the way down to the last place person getting one and I was like well I can't give them all 16 points that's kind of dumb so my subjective ranking was who got the most multiple choice questions correct and took out the bonus points for sharing my podcast because I am a oh shameless marketer and I use my friends to share my podcast but I, I decided like whoever got the most questions right should be the one that gets the first place tiebreaker. So Jordan technically got first place because he had the most questions right. And then I think it was Brooke two and Logan three because Logan had the most bonus points to get to that tie. So we got to the second round. Second mm-hmm. round where Jordan's the most passionate. It's probably, God, they're all good rounds, but the second round's wild. This is something I came up with like thinking in the shower every morning for months to fine tune to get it perfect as to where my friends will definitely be really mad about it, despite it being a really ridiculous tournament. And I think it worked. Were we even answer any questions about it? 
the text message group after how did you feel about that just your preliminary thoughts <laughs> when you first pulled open your phone you just saw so many messages all at once what do you think of that after the uh round two is over and everyone yes. saw the results Before we know anything about it how did you feel about that i felt like everything worked according to plan and then some because i was playing a video game and not even looking at my phone and i pulled my phone open to like I don't even know how many texts that was. It was probably near a hundred just from that group text of you guys, just some of you really pissed off and going at it and playing each other's throats. Like Zach Reek, probably one of the most mellow people I know. I think he just said, what the fuck guys? Or something like that in his response. So on that note, let me explain the round. The round was everybody got four people they could vote for. They could give someone four points, give someone three points, give someone two points, and give someone one point. They could not vote for themselves, and they did not lock. This is the most important part of this entire round. The votes did not lock until a certain time. And you could submit as many as you wanted to and like change your vote and all that. Because otherwise, someone could just send a screenshot to everyone. Like, yep, I gave my points. Like, cool, I see you. I trust you. But now you can't trust that because they could send a screenshot, send it to me, and five minutes later, send me an updated version. And some of you absolutely did that. Some people um, really went above and beyond to screw over their friends. And I know, I'm gonna let Jordan just have free reign here. I know that really rubbed you the wrong way. So I'm gonna let, just go ahead. Go ahead and give your thoughts on that round. Okay, so um, I thought that I put in a lot of work in the quiz and I felt like that was really a signifier of how I was as a friend. And then I felt like the second round could be was going to be pretty much everybody trying their hardest to take away from my lead. I, I, I don't know if this has been mentioned yet, but there was um, the stipulation of an automatic buy in mm-hmm. the third round if you um, either made the most amount of points in the second round or if you had overall total points uh, that were the most between the first and second round. So I had an early feeling um, that I was just going to get screwed and I was going to have to go into the third round and fight and God only knew what that meant. And so, um, I made alliances early. I decided I wasn't going to do anything like dirty or anything like that. I was just going to play it by the book, tell people I was going to give them stuff. That was my mistake. (laughs) Number one was being honest and a, a true friend and partner to all of you. So to the general friend group, to every other person that was in this competition i love you but i hate you and you are the second thing was i really really had some faith that other people would maybe vouch for me even if just a point and then i just got nothing literally nothing like it, it i mean there were even people that i reached out to and i was like yeah i'll give you points and i gave them points micah i'm looking at you who did not do anything for me who totally screwed me out of points and I ended up very backwards on round number two and ended up having to work fairly hard in round number three to make sure that, you know, stuff went the way that I wanted. So all I'll say is part of it was for the show. It was pretty fun to just be obnoxious and really angry at people. But also part of me felt like you guys let me down. And I, I still hurt from that. I, I felt like I, I had it in fairness. I feel like I had kind of probably an unfair assumption that I was going to make it to the third round. That is not probably fair. And I shouldn't have believed that, but also you all hurt me deeply. 
and I'm still getting over that to this day. That, so that's all I'll say. I, I have gotten over the anger and now it's just deep sorrow and occasional drinking. So I will kind of add to this, Jordan, you never reached out to me. So I didn't give you points. You didn't give me points. Everyone that I contacted that round honored their points. I was not expecting that, but I talked with Micah, my sister, Bree, and Garrett. And all four of them gave me the points they said they would, which was great. Uh, and that did secure me the highest total points in the second round. So I got the third round by, which was very appreciated. Who knows if I would be your best friend this year. If I had to write True. something, you never know. You never and know. it was Alexa judging those. Yeah, we'll so get to that round, but that I, really could have changed. That it. was out of my hands completely. Mm -hmm. One person who had a major influence in this round is Matt Schmidt, former roommate to Jordan. This is where I think Jordan went wrong, is Jordan never contacted Matt Schmidt. No. You could have easily swung Brooks four points to your four points. I don't know what's up with the Schmidt family. Matt and his mom, you're – you're the favorite character of Matt's mom in the show. Thank you for Matt, to Matt's mom for being a big fan of the podcast. But her favorite episodes all involve Brooke. And then Matt gives Brooke four points for no re like no real reason. He just gave him four. And his, his reasoning was he gave only women points. And then he's like, Brooke's name is pretty close. So... <laughs> so he is the top one. Like. Yeah, he got four points for it. Uh, let me add, though that I'm looking at the Facebook post mm -hmm. right now. Matt gave me number one. So I got four points. Jacob. Oh, that's because at the very end, Jacob contacted him at the last day. And okay. so Matt amended his, his points to uh, drop someone off. That like, makes sense. Cause then it's Bree and then my sister. Yeah. Bronnie so, got dropped off. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, this round was weird for me too. I, I was in the similar place as Jordan where I thought the first round I made pretty good lead and i was going to try to ride that i made quick alliances the day it was announced uh mm -hmm. i made an alliance with garrett and micah and i was going to get free my other spot and then garrett didn't honor that alliance and i think the only people that gave me points i could be wrong you can check on this but i think it was micah and free were the only two that um, gave me points so that michael gave you one point oh michael yeah that's right because he made that amazing graphic Shout out to him. For that. Yeah, that was the, to Michael the best. He knew he was going to lose, and then he just spent, I don't know how much time, making an amazing graphic for his ballot. <laughs> Everyone else just texted it, and he just designed one, which is amazing. I'm looking at it, and it looks like Matt Mikalayunis, I don't know how to uh, say his name. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Gave Logan two points. He's in our, okay. he's in our yeah. uh, fantasy football league. So. Yeah. Okay. Micah gave him three points. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. Yeah, I had made a quick alliance and I was like, all right, well, I wasn't very confident Garrett was going to honor that alliance because I, I know he likes to play the game and <laughs> I, I can't blame him for that. But I, I went out on a limb. I, I considered giving my points to somebody else at the end, but I honored the alliance I made and could have been a better round, but I survived for round three. So I was happy at the end of the day. And can I note that none of us can fully trust Garrett ever? I... <laughs> It was like a whole day or two where I was like racking my brain. Like, do I give him the points? I don't think he's going to give me, he's not going to give me my points. Uh, it, it was like a good internal debate with myself. I'm glad I honored it. And now I'm hopefully on Garrett's good side going forward. But yeah, I had to rack my brain up about that. What's crazy is the first day I, I 
asked Garrett, I was like, well, I've got to get Garrett on my side because otherwise he's going to pull shenanigans and I'm going to be in trouble. He, he just was like, yeah, sure, no problem. I'll give you points. And he absolutely honored it. It was crazy. And I adjusted my points because I, I figured Bronny, just because a lot of people maybe didn't know her or didn't know her well, probably needed more points in order to advance. I was like, Garrett, just give her the maximum amount of points that you can give. And then give me like the least, but give me points, you know, and I'll make sure to give you points as well. And he did. It was crazy. But also, I just did not reach out to enough people. I like didn't reach out to your Matt Schmidt. I should have reached down, reached out to the people that I didn't know on the list, found a way mm-hmm. to contact them. Okay, yeah, because I definitely did lose points on that. I just kind of hoped that I could ride out on the friends and the friends were not having it. So I think there was actually a pretty major advantage to for someone like a Jake Anderson who had fewer people in a quote unquote alliance because all of his people gave him four points. And I got note too, Jake was one point shy of both the, of both auto advances. He was one point shy of the total points and one point shy of the round points. So that was a kind of a bummer for him. Yeah. That story, the, the Jake Anderson saga there was really interesting to me watching that come in because he had, he was small, but mighty in terms of his points Whereas uh, Logan's girlfriend, Bree, out of nowhere, like I'm pretty sure Logan had to make her take the quiz in order to uh, get into this next round. But in round two, Bree just took it to a whole new level. And I was impressed there. I was like, why is everyone voting for Bree? And she's like promising people like pastries or something. Yeah, yeah. And that, I was going to say, I feel like aside from Garrett and whoever else, I think that was the most controversial part of that round. I, I came home and I was like, thinking, okay, maybe I'll make some other alliances, see what Bree's thinking. You know, I considered doing a couples alliance and reaching out to uh, Jordan and Garrett and Liz. And then I asked Bree, she's like, no, I'm just going to make everyone fake goods and get points that way. And I was like, oh, is that kind of cheating? But she's like, no, they like, you know, it didn't have to go both ways. It was just kind of like, oh, I'll bake them for you if you do give me the points. So I was like, all right, you're kind of skating the line. And I, at that point, I was like, I can't compete with that. I one number one probably don't have the baking skills. Number two, I just I can't compete with that that alliance making. And I think I her game show skills came out right there in that, that round. I was blown away by that. That was amazing. And that got her to the auto bid. Shockingly enough, from zero to hero, Bree just roast the entire competition in round two. Brooke combined with his round one total also gets the auto advance to round four. Round three, you have to write a essay, an essay for Alexa, convincing her why you should be my best friend. And Brooke did not do this portion, but Logan and Jordan both did. If you guys want to give a brief synopsis of what you wrote. Yeah, so uh, I didn't, I had no idea how I was going to approach this. I was like, do I go funny? Because Alexa's judging. So I'm like, I, I have to play to Alexa a little bit. Right. So I did kind of a mix where I kind of opened up with a uh, like essay style defining what a friend is, breaking it down, the nuts and bolts of friendship and why I, you know, am a good friend and all that. And then at the end, I, I went with the classic acrostic poem. I can't even remember what it was off the top of my head, but I went with an acrostic poem and kind of made it like just rhyming and ridiculous. And I, I, I that must have played well with her because she picked me to advance. So It is very Hamilton-like. It was a great long like rap sort of deal and uh i think the artistic value of it really spoke to alexa and you know she likes poetry she likes rap she's into that stuff 
Hamilton's one of her favorite things. And I think you played right into that hand. That's like Hamilton so you eight advanced. mile. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jordan, what was yours? So um, I have to preface this by stating that the whole second round and after, after it all concluded, I was on the war path with a lot of people just like <laughs> roasting people, getting angry, throwing like crappy text messages out to people. And part of it was part of it was like me actually being like, oh, what the hell you guys. But then part of it was also like it was kind of fun to play it up. I kind of saw why Jake gets into such a character act when he does these these tournaments. And so I was like, you know what would really throw people off is after a week of just roasting people and just being a jerk. If I turned it around and wrote why everybody in, that was currently in the tournament deserved to be your friend and then turned it on its head and said why I deserve it more. And so I wrote an essay where I took components from all of the other best friend tournament posts that you had made on Facebook mentioning like attributes mm -hmm. or something that you like. And I broke it down by individual stating what they did best comparative to the attributes that you had mentioned in previous posts like lord i think um what was it um gosh i'm not gonna remember it but there were like a, quite a few different things you had outlined i used those to indicate like why everybody was great and then i mentioned why like i you know i may not be the best at any one particular scale but overall i'm better at all the skills than everybody else you know in respect to being your friend I just thought it was funny to kind of turn it on its head and instead of being a jerk in my essay like people probably thought I was going to be just to be super overly sweet and nice and I even used a quote from a book that I've been that I read when I was like 19 that I've been holding on to forever literally at the end of the essay and so my bibliography is just one citation now, i honestly thought about not putting it in there but i was like i'm kind of scared that if i don't cite that source that steven will mention that to alexa and alexa will disqualify me so i should probably cite it even if it was just one thing what was the quote uh you know what i have it in a book here i'll pull it up it's from uh the young man's guide by william a alcott um it is Oh, Lord, where is it? The young man whose highest motives are to seek his own happiness and please his friends and neighbors and the world around him does much. It's very wholesome. Yeah, your, your, entire, your entire essay was very wholesome, and that's why you got to advance. And yeah, I tried to Alexis heartstrings for sure. I tried. And then Jake Anderson's had, like, references, which I thought was amazing. He had someone, our former boss, actually, Graham, who's probably listening in the shower. He was, he wrote a pretty long thing advocating for Jake. And it was good. It was solid. And that got Jake, you know, if someone's willing to write all that for you, for someone else, that spoke a lot to me. And he had, he advanced, but I mean, I didn't decide that, but Lex, that's what her thought process was. And so I got Jake through, but I enjoyed the Zoom call we did where Alexa had to announce this because all of you were in, Logan was running a little bit late. We went every other essentially. So we started off with someone who advanced. I think the first person was Jordan because he's been the most vocal at this point. We're like, all right, let's get Jordan's out of the way. We don't want him having a heart attack here. So Jordan advanced. He was super excited. 
Then we moved on to Bronnie. Bronnie's was, it was well-written, but she essentially forfeited because she's like, you know, other people deserve this more than me. I'm just, I'm pretty new to the friend group relatively. So I'm willing to like, let this take a pass and enjoy the rest of the tournament. So that was fine. So Bronnie was uh, let go from the tournament there. Then we moved on to, gosh, who was next? Logan wasn't next. So would have had to have been Jake Anderson. So we wanted Jake Anderson and he advanced. So now we have one spot left and we go to Garrett. Garrett doesn't make it. We have, we, we eliminate Garrett and Garrett's not happy about it. He still holds resentment against Alexa for letting them go from the tournament, but that's okay. It's not my problem. And Jacob and all his Jacobing like happenings starts dancing and jumping around and celebrating. Keep in mind, Logan's not in the Zoom call. <laughs> so Jacob's just thrilled, thinking that he's the last option. Three people advance. He's in. Alexa was intending to eliminate Jacob. And she like, covers up the laptop screen and looks at me like, I have to change who I want to do. I can't, I can't do this with Jacob. And I was like, bullshit. You can't. If you're going to eliminate Jacob, eliminate him. Don't let him off the hook because he was being a dick. That's not, <laughs> that's not how this best friend tournament works, dude. So I told him, like, stick with whoever you had before go, like, going into this. Because I wasn't sure who she was going to pick. It was all news to me. But I knew at that point it wasn't Jacob, obviously. And I was like, no, stick to your convictions. It's about the writing. It's not about feeling bad for somebody who made an ass of himself. And I got to know, too, Jacob's writing was amazing. Garrett was bribing me. He was telling me all the things, that, like gifts and food I would get as a best friend, which Alexa didn't go for. Jacob's was like, looking back from the future, like someone finds the archives of the best friend tournament. They're trying to piece together what friendship was in humanity. And it was kind of beautiful. And it was so amazingly well done that I'm sorry, Jacob, this is horribly insulting. I don't mean this. We didn't think Jacob did it. We thought someone <laughs> did it for Jacob. <laughs> like I see how Jacob texts though. And usually you know, wasn't the writing like kind of Shakespearean almost very very like, Shakespearean and there were like so few typos in it and stuff and has he just been hiding something I don't like know As, see talent? Like, he always texts I don't know if he's like messing with us but his texts always use like the wrong form of words and has typos in them and all that and I think Jacob might be just messing with us it was so good but he got eliminated because we didn't think he did it <laughs> was that really the only like parameter to it it was probably it was probably the tiebreaker for, for Alexa. <laughs> that makes so, me so happy i don't know who would have been eliminated otherwise like if, even if alexa was convinced that jacob wrote it but yeah he does all the dancing around and then brooke that was so funny because yeah jacob's dancing i see him dancing on a zoom call i'm like dude it's logan's still in this he's not in the zoom call but he's still here and yeah. then like not even two or three minutes later, Logan joined. <laughs> and I, I had to say something. I was like, hey, Jacob, you know that Logan's still in this, right? And he's like dancing. He's like five or 10 feet away from his computer dancing. I'm like, hey, Jacob, you know Logan's in this, right? And he like stops. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I'm, I was upstairs at Bree's oh. parents playing video games with their little brother. And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to pay attention to my phone. Like, going to have a Zoom call soon. And then I didn't realize it, but my phone was not upstairs with me. And then I was like, we're into this game. And I just, it dawned on me. I was like, oh shit. Like I got to get on the Zoom call. <laughs> and the minute I get on, 
my face pops up and I was like, Hey guys. And everyone just starts laughing. Like hysterically, like <laughs> it was you don't know time. what you just missed. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, I hope you did have to explain to them to like, Oh, I got in a zoom call or decided the next round of a best friend tournament. Yeah. I explained it to Bree's parents and they're like, so I don't get it exactly. Like that's fair. They can listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. they, they need to listen to the show so they can fully grasp what a best friend tournament is. So then we have our five. We have Brooke and Bree, who advanced because of point totals in round two. And then we have Jordan, Jake Anderson, and Logan, who advanced because of their writing. So we're down to a final five. And much like last year, we decided to do a video competition to decide who moves on to the championship, the final two. And the video, what it entailed, it was pretty open-ended. You could really do whatever you wanted, but you had to answer three questions. And that was, what is a best friend to you? What would we do as best friends in 2021? Or what would we accomplish as best friends in 2021? And what was the third one? Um, oh, if think? not if not you, who should be Steven's best friend in 2021? And I gotta point out too, every round of this tournament, I'm blown away. I, it was crazy how well everyone did in the quiz. I did not expect that. Round two was there was some passion fueled decision making there. Did not anticipate going that well. Round three, the writings were all they're all amazing. And then round four, the videos were all amazing. So this was this was crazy. I, I have a good group of people around me because who who does this? Who first of all, who does a best friend tournament? Second of all, who obliges that? And so I gotta commend everyone who was part of this that y'all did great but only two could advance so i'll give how what how about you guys each give a synopsis of your own video and then i'll fill in for the people who aren't here i'll go ahead um so my video is pretty basic um i wasn't going to get fancy with editing and and kind of the minutiae of all of that i was like i'm going to make a video i'm just sitting at my desk at home uh, and I'm just going to be genuine. I'm going to tell them the, the genuine answers of what we're going to do as best friends, what we can accomplish, what, what does friendship mean? And just being genuine, sitting in front of my camera, I think I had like a, a crappy PowerPoint that I made with me, pictures of me and Steven dating back to high school, like displayed in the background. And then Space Jam was also playing in the background subtly. So mm-hmm. um, it was very low budget, but genuine. And that was like, I don't think I'm going to make it but I'm going to be as genuine as possible and make it hard for him to say no. Um, so that was, that was my vibe for the video. That that's the entire thing that I went off of is just be genuine. If he picks you, he picks you. If he doesn't, you know, the other people deserve it. So that was me. Yeah. I, I was impressed when I watched yours, bro. Cause I was like, wow, he went so in depth on these answers. I felt like kind of a jackass for my video at that point. Cause <laughs> mine, I mean, I had helped Brie with hers and we're both in the same place, like in the apartment. So it's like, not really, it feels like you're probably watching one full length video. Um, but I decided to go funny and still answer the questions though. Um, gosh, I don't even know the best way to describe mine, but uh, I went with fun music in the background and just kind of made it one of those, um, oh, hey, didn't see you there. Like sitting by the fireplace kind of Everyone videos. did. Yeah, everyone and I realized that. the joke. <laughs> yeah, the joke. Everyone made the joke. So I was like, not very original. But I just, I threw in little bits when I was editing that I feel like might have boosted my video a little bit. Just little things here and there. Like I, I opened it up with the uh, John Cena theme song and had him just pop out into the screen. Things like that I figured would play over well. So 
lot of SpongeBob references. Yes. And yeah. I enjoyed your part too, where you say, if not you, who? And you say the same thing for every single person. Can you still recite that off the top of your head? Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. So I, I remember kind of laying in bed doing like a daydreaming scene. Like I was laying there and I was like, if not me, then who? And I kind of gave a little spiel for everybody, but I always, I closed every single one with, they'd be great with Alexa and the dogs. Cause I, yeah. I feel like that's priority. So I was like, <laughs> you know, Jordan and Steven, gosh, you guys go way back. You're the best of friends, your college roommates. And you're also great with Alexa and the dogs. I think you'd appreciate that. And I did it for every person because <laughs> I think they all would be great with Alexa and the dogs. So that's true. Probably fair. And then Jordan, your video. Yeah. So I would say my video was ostensibly seductive. <laughs> yeah i know that i didn't have the editing skills or really the time to put into like really adjusting a video <clears throat> like getting a camera or trying to convince like garrett to assist me so um i just really focused on the scene i like lit candles in the apartment i set up the piano in here i like got out little mementos from my time with steven and all these things and I just like meandered through my questions and poured wine and really just tried to ham up the scene and the environment and like it was like intimate but also the whole like oh yeah I didn't know that you were coming even though I have like a you know glass <laughs> of wine already ready for you and stuff like that so yeah I just tried to ham it up as much as possible and I hope that that would really work and um yeah my, my answers weren't as in-depth as Brooks, my video skills were not as uh, good as Logan's. Um, I did not have the funniness factor that went into that, but um, what I didn't lack was the heart and the will to sure. show you just how, how beautiful my soul is. I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. That's true. And then we had Breed's video, like Logan said, it was, it was very similar to Logan's did enjoy the fact that she was just doing household chores during her video so you could tell she didn't have the time but she's still like low like, hey, i'm just record you while you're folding laundry and yeah it, it, it just started real like i was like we really need to do this and get this done with because it was sunday and i was like i'm not gonna have much time to edit this and she's like well i got chores to do and i was like all right well, we're gonna mash them together and it ended up playing kind of well. It felt kind yeah. of like a commercial. And I spent way more time editing hers. And I got to mine. I was like, did I just hand her the win? Like, <laughs> It is surprising you edited hers for. I was like, why? Let her let lose, Logan. <laughs> I know. Well, I initially told her, I was like, she's like, you need to help me with this. I was like, no. And that didn't play well. So uh, I ended up being a nice gotcha. guy. <laughs> I will say at a certain point, every single video that was submitted was very much considered to move on and i just i went through this over my head so many times and then jake anderson didn't want to do a finale in person which i totally understand and respect so he decided to back out and he backed out a little before the deadline and so jacob Riedemann, being the person who was the highest eliminated person from the previous round i gave him a text at like six or do by seven and it was like hey you went back in the tournament because one person left. So you can make a video if you can get in by seven and he wasn't even home yet. He's at the gym. So he comes at home and his video is what does a best friend mean to me? Well, Steven, I think that can only be summarized as, and he has blender in the background because he's making a protein shake. So he'd say that can only be summarized as 
And if not me, who? Well, that can be no one, no one other than. And it was just, it was so good considering the little time he had to prepare for that because that's just off the cuff. So Jacob really, he was underrated this tournament. He did a great job and he was treated unfairly by, by everyone. I think that Jordan might have blown a gasket if Jacob got Jake all I know is I would kill you if you would have moved on I would have actually killed you it was it so been good bad. though but I I didn't consider his very long but I did consider I was like this is actually a really freaking funny video so I was like he didn't answer any of the questions how can I move him move him on to the next round that's not that's not fair it was perfectly Jacob it was so good I'm glad that he did it and it's definitely a memorable part of this tournament for me but Ultimately, I decided on Brooke and Logan to move on. Brooke because of authenticity and Logan just because of the entertainment factor and you know, it had it had everything that needed and I, I enjoyed it and I fought so hard between Logan and Jordan. I called two people. I called Jake Anderson. I called Garrett and like, what should I, I didn't say who it was. I'm like, okay, here's the situation. Here's this video has, here's what this video has. Which one should I do? And both, all the advice I got was go with your gut. Don't keep someone around because you feel bad. And that's why Jordan was let go because I was keep, I was going to keep him around because I felt bad. And I was like, that's not fair. Ooh, Ooh I didn't want the pity. So I'm glad that you didn't keep. Well, it wasn't like, I shouldn't say pity, but it was like, oh no, Jordan deserves to be in the championship. But like, so does Brooke and Logan. Like there's yeah. not. I figured when it was a video comp, like contest, I, that was going to be really hard for me to do because there were other people who had like skills, yeah. you know, full skills. Well, Brooks was just straight from the heart, and it was it was kind of yeah. the same lines as your your writing. It was the same sort of wholesome content, and that's what got yeah. into the championship. I think. Well, I shouldn't say I think. I decided it's what got into the championship. <laughs> so the championship is a, a little bit of a wild story. It took a while to get to. I went on a trip. The original idea was a Saw-themed thing with the new Saw movie coming out starring Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. God knows how that happened. But the idea was I would have, they'd be like in my basement in the laundry room that doesn't have a finished floor. So they'd be sitting there blindfolded and they'd open their blindfold. We'd have like a recording like in Saw and it would say something along like, Brooke, Logan, in order to be Steven's best friend, you must deal with countless issues, such as leaving socks around the house. Steven's dirty socks lie in a hamper in front of you. Inside one of them is the key to your salvation. Are you willing to dig through his dirty socks to find the key? May the best friend win. And they weren't gonna actually be dirty socks, but you guys wouldn't have known that. They're gonna be clean with like a little key inside of them. They move on to the next room. Next room is something like, Steven drinks all of his water in one helping because he doesn't do it throughout the day, but he wants to stay hydrated and healthy still. Can you drink these two bottles of water in just minutes? And you have to chug two bottles of water, you go to the next one, which is outside. And that was going to be something like something with lawn yard work. And you got to pick up sticks while avoiding dog poop. And then you come inside and Jordan and I went back and forth this one a lot. One of the ideas was you have to find my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card, which is Solar Flare Dragon and like a giant pile of you cards while somebody has like a leaf blower or something pointing at it so there's flying everywhere you get to find that card and jordan had like torture ideas where he was gonna i can't remember exactly what he was gonna do but either like insult them or 
like pour water on or something. I can't remember exactly would, what it was. But... You would throw like you would throw like Yu-Gi-Oh cards at him. Like, oh yeah, the, like throw yeah. like a Yu-Gi-Oh card at him. They'd have yeah. to wear like eye protection or something. <laughs> but and then you'd have to go to the upstairs room and put like the podcast episodes in order of the day they are published before you move oh, on gosh. to the final round. The reason I want to do this one really badly was because the final round was roll a Yahtzee. You get three rolls at a time and you got to roll a Yahtzee. And then when you roll the Yahtzee, you open a door and there I am in like a suit with a rose. I'm like, oh, Brooke, will you be my best friend in 2021 or something? But I just love the idea of you guys being like a dead heat and both just essentially playing Yahtzee after all of this in order to decide the championship. It all comes down to Yahtzee, man. That would have been so funny to watch both of you just like deflate when you looked at that. Like, ah, oh, shit. I think Jacob would have been perfect for that one because I can imagine him rolling a Yahtzee and just freaking out. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. would have lost my shit had you popped up on a TV screen and it would have been a saw scenario because I think, I mean, watching, like having seen, I think almost all the Saw movies, I think there's one that they came out with recently, but seeing almost all of them, that is like kind of a genuine fear a little bit. Yeah. And having a best friend tournament end with just something horrific like that. I, don't know. that I did try getting the actor from Saw to come to do like a quick video for me, but he never like a cameo him. or something. Yeah. Big welcome to Steven's best friend tournament or something. Cause that would have been amazing. That would have been so awesome. what, what led to your change of heart on why uh, you changed the finale? The amount of issues that come up with it because like recording it would have been really difficult doing a live video been really difficult because if you guys get separated then how do we do it if you get back close together how do we keep from feedback happening how do we proctor it there's just a lot of issues that arose and it was like this is gonna be really hard to pull off mm-hmm. ultimately instead of doing like a fun saw thing we did something significantly more torturous and we had logan and brooke have a bar in our basement and this whole video is on YouTube, by the way, somewhere. If you want to go watch this video, have at it. And Logan and Brooke are sitting on the bar, blindfolded with headphones in. They can't see, they can't hear. And the rules are simple. First person to leave the bar loses. And so it's just a battle of wills. At a certain point, I realized, oh shit, their will's really strong. So we had to come up with some ridiculous stuff to happen because otherwise we're going to be sitting there all night and Logan has to work in the morning. Brooke lives here. Massive advantage. So we force fed them or made them drink water, tons of water. They took some shots from the bar. They, we put music. I made a whole entire best friend playlist for them to listen to. It's a bunch of songs that had the word friend in it in various languages. There's also one that was, had Logan's name and I can't remember what song it was. But, and then there was also one that was, there were no songs that had Brooke's name in it because it's spelled differently. So he just got the sound of like a, a creek. It was a conveniently first song on the playlist. Was it really? Yeah. I was like, this is just, this is just a creek. Like water flowing. (laughs) Eventually realized, wow, this is still kind of tough. So we started doing other various ideas. Like Garrett had the idea to get a fan and put it on you guys. Make sure it's exactly equal on both of you to, make it a little cold again that's a little torturous we started playing songs in your headphones that were like screaming or rats or just horrible things and you guys still didn't but yeah that so i'm gonna stop talking now and let you guys just talk about your entire experience in that championship because it was you guys it was you two that went through it Mm -hmm. i'll i'll start and say that 
as you were describing your saw situation, it's funny, like a lot of those elements made it into the final round as far as like mm -hmm. drinking water, blindfolded, like right. it all kind of coalesced into one event, um, which was obviously a lot easier to proctor. Uh, and I'll also mention you wanted us to keep our hands on the bar and we could have one off, but at all times we had to have a hand on a bar. I thought it was really creative and had you not added in like the drinking water in the fan, I probably could have been there for much longer than the <laughs> two to two and a half hours we were doing it. Yeah, I I remember when it started the first, I was like, oh, this isn't gonna be so bad. But the first song I have, I don't know what it was, but I was like, this is awful. Like, I don't know what song <laughs> it was. I was like, this is gonna be treacherous. But then as it went on, a lot of the songs weren't too bad. A lot of them were just cheesy. But yeah, once that once the water was thrown in, that that really uh, turned the tides. And I don't know, I, I developed the strategy eventually, or I it was just kind of a desperation strategy because I knew I had to pee, but I was like, I'm gonna see if I can. I, I just kept asking for shots, drinks for both of us, and I was hoping it would kind of push Brooke over the edge, but it ended up kind of biting me in the ass. So, <laughs> and I'll know. When we got those water bottles, I was not wasting any time. I literally chugged them as fast yeah. as I could. I was like, take it, take it away from me. I don't want it. And you can see my demeanor change over the course of the two and a half hours. I was really vibing to the music at the beginning, uh, <laughs> dancing along, singing along. About an hour in, I was probably still doing that. And then maybe about an hour and a half in, you could see my face just completely change. I was probably looking really miserable, trying to enjoy it as much as I could. But ultimately, I was in pain for like the last 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah, I just was not willing to give it up. I was not. Yeah, I, I remember I haven't had a chance to watch the video yet. So I have to check that out. But I just remember a point where I was cold, and I had to pee so bad. And I was just swaying back and forth in the chair, just like spinning back and forth, like, trying to keep my mind off of it and it got to a point where I was like I, I didn't know that was the other caveat is that we didn't know had one another like taking their hands off the bar yet and I was kind of like you know what Brooke very well could have taken them off an hour ago and I could just be sitting here and I was like you know what I have to pee like I'm gonna <laughs> my bladder's gonna explode if I don't so I knew it was time and if it was time for Brooke to to be the champion then he entered it I took your moment away a little bit. And I feel bad about that because you asked for a shot and you're clearly going to say like to the best friend tournament, I'm tapping out shot, but yeah, I didn't want to give it away. You were like tipping the thing a lot. And I was like, Logan, stop. Oh no, don't spill the shot on the floor. And I feel like I can see in your face. You're like Steven F off. I'm trying to do this thing. So you took the shot first and then you tapped out, but I took away your moment a little bit. No, that's all right. I just had to pee so bad. I was ready to get out of there and, but that wasn't a big aspect to this championship was you guys didn't know when the other person was done. So theoretically, Logan could have quit three minutes in and Brooke would just be sitting there for two and a half hours on his own, getting tortured with the water and stuff. And he had no idea that it was over so long ago. But I loved how it ended about two minutes apart. Yeah. Did you have any idea at all that I had gotten up or anything? I did not. Um, so one thing that I could hear, like music was really loud. I couldn't hear much. Every so often I would hear everyone like cheer for some reason. And, and I kind of figured they were like playing WWE on the Xbox 360 and yeah. like cheering about something. 
I think about five minutes before I tapped out, I heard a big cheer as well. I was like, oh, they must be doing another match. And when I finally tapped out, they're like, yeah, dude, he got done like five minutes ago. I was like, that was the cheer. Uh, so no, I didn't know because it wasn't the first like cheer that I'd heard that night. I just, I had to pee. I was in major pain. What was your reaction? You won. You take your blindfold off. You clearly are stunned by the light and all that because it's pitch black in the blindfold. You see me stand there holding the flowers and say, Brooke, congratulations. You're my best friend of 2021. What would it feel like? I couldn't really take in the moment until I went and relieved myself. So <laughs> I ran to the bathroom and even after peeing, my stomach was killing me from holding it for that long. Yeah. Um, so I came down the stairs, grabbed the, the roses again, and a picture was taken of me and Steven. And I look terrible. <laughs> like, it's bad. So I was obviously very happy, but it was hard to enjoy the moment with how much pain I was in overall. And I was so cold. The fan. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. you, Logan, but that was such a factor. That yeah, I wore shorts and a short sleeve shirt. And I was yeah. like, man, if I could have at least known a little bit about this, then would have played a different game. But that's that's how it goes. So I apologize for torturing you guys. <laughs> was there any point like in some of these rounds where people were bickering at each other? Brooke and I were in that finale. Did you ever think at some point, is this going too far? Most of the championship is in my head a little bit. It's like, man, this is a little crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. This is even a thing. I think that your idea was like, oh, this might last 30 minutes. Were you expecting us to be I there that long? like 30 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. I thought the whole like being blindfolded thing and having, having no sense of what's happening around you, that'd give me a lot of anxiety. I'd probably quit after like 15, 20 minutes, I think. Maybe. I don't know. I, it's hard to say without being in the moment because I look at it and it looks terrible, but if you're just vibing to the music and it's not the worst thing in the world, sure, I could probably hang in for a while. I was trying but, to make the most of it for the first hour, hour and a half. And then yeah. when we started like selecting each other's music and playing shit on loops for 10 hours yep that's when i was like okay now i have to pee this sucks and i'm not even enjoying what i'm hearing <laughs> yeah some of the songs weren't too bad at all so dude logan I, I, um poopy stupid butt great song <laughs> yeah great that was fun i had a good time listening to poopy stupid butt uh <laughs> i should post this playlist somewhere it's still made this is the best yeah. playlist I know. I feel like my Spotify uh, Discover Weekly the next week was like, what are you listening to? Like, <laughs> yeah. was, I was What's getting all this theme? like random like polka music. And <laughs> uh, Logan, also, how much did you hate or enjoy the like really loud screaming music song that I chose for you? <laughs> it was honestly hilarious. And I think at that point, I was kind of going crazy myself. So I was just like embracing the crazy a little bit. Um, I, like you were saying, Stephen, I had no idea how much time had passed. So when I was ready to tap out, I was like, gosh, man, it's only probably been like an hour. And how long did we end up sitting there? I think it was two and a half hours. Yeah. So I, I felt kind of like, oh man, like I'm dipping out early. And then I realized how much time had gone by. And I was like, you know what? I'm not that upset with the performance. So it wasn't too bad. It was very close though, because I tapped out like four or five minutes after Logan did. So that was really impressive how close it actually was. Yeah, I think the first time 
uh, we had the option to request songs for each other. I was going to just pick something funny, but then I was like, you know, I got to break you. And I put on one of the worst songs I know of. So I hope you enjoyed mine as well. Yes. Yeah, you did Throbbing Gristle, I think. Logan yeah, gave me Throbbing Gristle. I don't know the name of the song. I can't even remember which one it was, but for those that don't know, it's like an industrial experimental rock band, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's just ambient, like scary music. That's the best way I can describe it. Mm-hmm. It's It was not pleasant at all. And it was like an eight or eight, like an eight minute song. I don't yeah. know. It was long. And I gave you Annotations of an Autopsy, Welcome <laughs> to Sludge City, yes. which is another personal favorite from high school. And it's like, intense crazy grunge screamo talking about like biting heads off oh and God. it's yeah. terrible it's it was some morbid death metal but like yeah. i said i i hit the crazy point and i was just embracing a lot of those songs so <laughs> and then we flipped them so you guys had to listen to your own songs too if i recall correctly yeah we did yeah, that sounds right so who'd you guys tell about this after this is over did you call texting anyone and be like dude my friend quote unquote friend steven just put me through some shit i didn't yeah. tell anyone i mean most of my friends were involved in the night True. or they found about it uh found out about it on social media and i like reposted the twitter post you had and shared it on facebook but other than that no i wasn't like actively promoting that i got tortured for two and a half hours to become someone's best <laughs> friend for a year i didn't do that <laughs> yeah and i like i mentioned earlier i described the video the essay, all these things to Bree's parents and kind of told them what was going on. They're like, is this guy really your friend? Like, <laughs> Well, I appreciate you guys doing all this nonsense. I appreciate everyone doing all this nonsense. I don't know why people oblige me in these things, but I think everyone sort of had some fun. Alexa and I actually had a conversation last night. Uh, we went out for her birthday and I can't even remember exactly what we were talking about, but we were like, you know what? That is the thing about Steven is he will hold a straight face describing all this ridiculous stuff that he's going to pull through and he just keeps rolling with it. And we're like, why are we doing this? But then at the end of the day, we kind of laugh and we're like, I don't know why I, I love doing this. You always love being a story. part of the ridiculousness. Yeah. I think it's just fun. It isn't, a, it's a kind of a lighthearted tournament. We did it. Both tournaments happened during times where we were kind of on lockdown. So it wasn't really a lot going on for some people, especially the first one. I don't know why I did a second one. I, I did the first. I just felt so disingenuous with the voting. So I was kind of like, why don't I actually try? Why don't I make this a real tournament and test some boundaries and see what happens? And it was a lot of thinking in the shower where the most brilliant ideas come to mind. And I feel like Game Show Network needs to be pitched this as a as a concept. Like, can you be this person's best friend? And they devise challenges because oh, sure. I, I think there's something here with it. Like, for sure like you just get a group of however many friends it could be a dozen you get them on a house like bachelor or rock of love or one of those type thing style i mean this really is like my version of rock of love <laughs> because one of my favorite shows just trash springer meets the bachelor tv it's beautiful it's well done tv and this is just my hodgepodge at home version of that and it works and i think yeah if you got 12 friends into a house and we had to compete to be the best friend. I think it'd be great TV. I'd watch this. I'd watch 12 strangers do random tasks and challenges. Maybe not like make videos for each other, but just, you know, like those other shows do have stupid challenges and 
rise to the top and be crowned best friend. See what drama ensues. Like, can you imagine round two of this tournament on TV where producers can cut and edit things and manipulate people and make them think different things and backstab each other? It'd be wild. It'd be amazing. Yeah, but, and I even think the video testimonials would be would be pretty oh. hilarious. If you had a professional <laughs> crew, like, that could put together whatever. Oh, that'd be great. I actually was thinking about doing video testimonials for the Saw thing. Like, you guys would have to stop after every round and give a testimony about what you just did and then move on to the next part. But then I was like, well, they have no obligation to give a long answer because why would they stay there? They need to get to the next thing. We have one more year of this. It's going to be a trilogy. It's going to be the best friend trilogy. I don't have next year's plans even remotely finalized. I know the championship's going to be. The championship is going to be special. It's going to be a great thing to end on. And then it's going to be over. I'll pass the torch to whoever wants to continue the best friend tournament if anyone would you guys do this? Would you want to have your own best friend tournament? I don't know if I could get the traction that you get. I feel like you have a lot more connections and people that are willing to do this. I don't feel like many of my friends besides the friend group yeah. might participate the way that we participate for you. So ultimately, yeah, I, it usually comes down to you guys. So yeah. I, I have a bigger groups because I have jobs and such, but they usually get weeded out pretty fast because they're like, Steven, no, stop. Yeah, I don't know if I could keep a keep up a gimmick like that. Like if I could keep up with a whole tournament and round by round doing everything. But I, I do think, like I said, if as we continue to do this, it feels more and more like a game show. And I feel like there's something there where we can make this almost like a whole series or something at one year, you know. We could. I mean, we have the video editors in our friend group and we have a lot of uh Moxie, I think is what we call it. So we certainly could make something out of this. We'll see what happens next year. The I say is, this is your best friend, Stephen. Your life is a lot of a gimmick. It's true. I do a lot of bits. Yeah, you have a <laughs> you have a lot of bits. It's a lot of gimmicks, but that's why we love you, and that's yeah. why we do it is because it's fun and it entertains us in times where we may not have the entertainment. I'll die, and at my funeral, they'll be like, "We really don't know what he was. It was just his life was a gimmick." And that was what he was. One giant gimmick. And then I'll pop up on a Saw video and be like, everybody reach under their altars. Oh, damn. That's the last best friend tournament. <laughs> Gotta make sure I die first. All right. So we'll work on that. Thanks, Logan. I got my will. Who will be Steven's yeah. eternal best oh. friend? <laughs> Afterlife best friend. Let the games begin. I love it. You just gotta do a podcast on it so I can so I can uh live on, I guess, <laughs> the eternal best friend tournament. Well, I'll get working on my will now. Appreciate that <laughs> thought. That was good. <laughs> the eternal gimmick. And I appreciate you guys coming on. Another shout out to Jefferson's Lounge and Council Bluffs for sponsoring this podcast i don't i hope they still sponsor after this episode i really this is really yeah, we don't surprise for friend torturers so yeah don't torture your friends people unless they sign off on it i guess i consented but yeah, guys, no, i, I actually tortured so. i should have you guys sign something in case your bladder exploded next year i probably will <laughs> a little release just to make sure i'm not under any obligation to to pay for medical expenses it was a good tournament i had fun i'm glad you guys had fun until next year when we can do it all again and we'll see how that shapes up it always works out somehow mm -hmm. every round had its own challenges of my or i had doubts like this might not work and then it worked so yeah so like i said thank you to jefferson's 
Make sure you follow us on Twitter at friendly underscore pod. Follow us on Facebook, Fantasy Friendship. YouTube, also Fantasy Friendship. Subscribe, give us a rating, all that jazz. And remember, anyone can be a guest in this show. I'll even let you request your own host. If you don't want me, you can have Logan. If you don't want Logan, you can have Jake. You can have three of us. You can have two of us. You can have one of us. Whatever your choice is, we'll make it work. And anyone, and I say that genuinely, anyone can be a guest in this podcast. Even my mom, who has not offered yet. She has to have stories. I grew up in her house. I was doing gimmicks at like age five, probably. Yeah, that's my shout out to my mom for, for listening to every episode and for somehow not coming on yet. Thanks everybody for listening. 